And, and God speaks to many of us through this small, small voice. Listen to 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountains before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore in the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? A small, still voice. He speaks to us through dreams, visions, and prophecy. Acts 2, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And he speaks to us. Again, this is not a comprehensive list. I've just grabbed a couple. Because I know that God has spoken to each of us differently throughout our lives, and maybe through different stages of our lives, God has spoken to us in different ways. Job 33, 14 says this, For God does speak. Now, one way. Now, another. Though no one perceives it. But what I want to talk about today is just one of those ways that God speaks to us. And I want to talk about one person that he spoke to. Now, he's spoken to many people in dreams, but today we're going to talk about King Solomon, the king of Israel, the son of King David. And I don't want you to miss that God can speak to you in any way, at any time. You just got to be tuned in. You got to be ready to listen. King Solomon was 20 years old when he was made king. He had a lot of growing up to do. I've had a few 20-year-olds. And I'm going to tell you, yeah, a lot of growing up to do. And I've been 20. And I had a lot of growing up to do. You see, some 20-year-olds are athletes. You can see it in the physical world. They're pro-athletes but they're really not grown up. You can see many in the music industry that just hit it when they're young, but they're still working on growing up. They may be a success as we look at it. You see, some people never grow up. They, they just don't make it. They may grow up chronologically, but they never grow up. 20 is a tough age. I would say any age is a tough age. So, who needs God to speak to them? Anybody here? Yeah. Absolutely. Does it matter which way he speaks to you? No. I'll take it anyway. Talk to him any way you can. And if God is speaking to you in any manner whatsoever, pay attention. It, it means something if God is speaking to you. So here's where we start with young Solomon. At Gibeon. The Lord appeared to Solomon during the night 
in a dream. It's crystal clear. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give to you. So young Solomon's 20. He has a dream, and God is speaking to him in a dream. It would be easy to ask for anything. So does God speak in dreams? It's clear in the Bible. God speaks in dreams. God spoke to Joseph in the Old Testament, if you'll remember, about those bowing down to him. These sheaves would bow down. He told everyone about his dream. It didn't make everybody very happy. He got thrown into a pit and sold to Ishmaelites. But it was a dream. Daniel interpreted dreams like Joseph, and he had one about four beasts. Daniel was spoken to by God through a dream. And Joseph in the New Testament, if you'll remember, God spoke to him in a dream and said, flee to Egypt, where they were trying to kill Jesus. Even Pontius Pilate's wife said, don't do this. I saw in a dream where we should leave this alone. How about Peter's dream about clean and unclean animals? And God spoke to Solomon in a dream. Listen to this, 1 Kings 3. Solomon answered after God said, I'll give you anything you want. God said, uh, Solomon said, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father, David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him, and you've given him a son to sit on the throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David, but I'm only a child. Some people never grow up. They might still be a child. And I'll tell you, even as a child, if you haven't grown up yet, God's still wanting to talk to you. He's still wanting to speak to you. I don't care what chronological age you are. I don't care what maturity you are in Christ. God is wanting to speak to you through nature, through prayer, through songs, through circumstances. And he wants you to hear what he's got to say. But I'm only a little child. And I don't know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you've chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? You see, he asked for wisdom. The book of James talks about if any of you lacks wisdom, James 1, 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. He'll give it generously to all without finding fault. Don't wait to ask God for things when you get your life together. Don't wait to try to communicate with God until you've got it all figured out. Don't wait for God to speak to you when you're the perfect person in this physical body because it's not going to happen. See, God wants to speak to us, all of us. He wants to give us wisdom generally without finding fault. So Solomon wanted wisdom, and he asked the right thing. He got more than he bargained for. You see, when you get tuned in to God, you'll get more than you bargained for. He'll pour out wisdom on you. Listen to 1 Kings 3. So God said to him, since you've asked for this and not long life or wealth for yourself, or you haven't asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice. 
I will do what you have asked. I'll give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never be anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I'll give you what you've not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you may have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience with me and keep my decrees and commands, as David your father did, we talked about this morning, I'll give you a long life. Do you want more in your life? Do you want a long life? Look what happened to Solomon. He's 20. He asked for wisdom, but he got more. See, wisdom in the physical world can bring success. You can shoot a basketball or throw a football, hit a baseball, sing a song. You, you can be a success. But God wants us to be wise so that we can operate in his kingdom. But let me get back to this story here with King Solomon, this young man, his dream. 1 Kings 3, 15. Then Solomon awoke, and he realized it was a dream. God's got a dream for us. God's got a plan for us. God talks in dreams. See, he realized it had been a dream. So don't confine yourself to thinking that God can only speak one way. If you do and he speaks to you in another way, you, you'll miss a move of God. You'll miss a direction in your life. You'll make a left instead of a right. Don't just confine yourself to think that God's going to speak to me on the radio and don't listen to anything else. If you do, you're going to miss God. Don't think that a pastor has got to tell you something that God said. God wants to speak to us directly. He wants to have a relationship with us individually. How many times have you had a dream and wondered? See, dreams come true when they come from God, so be ready. You never know what might happen next. So Solomon has asked for wisdom, and God's given him everything else. I want you to know that when God speaks to you, and God's got a direction in your life, you can expect something's going to happen. You can expect that when God speaks to you, he's speaking to you for a reason. And when he speaks to you for a reason, there's going to be something you may need to do, probably soon. Here's the story of the two women with the baby. So after Solomon has talked about wisdom, he's a 20-year-old who doesn't have his stuff together. He's just a child, and he knows it. You see, part of this is admitting that I don't have it figured out, God. Part of this Christian walk is saying, I don't exactly know what to do. We're going to talk more about this next week. I, I don't exactly have it figured out, God. So these two women, they're called prostitutes, and they came to Solomon and stood before him. Now, many of you have heard this before, but it's worth repeating. Often, when you ask and receive from God, you can expect to put it to work that next day. So he prays for wisdom. God says, I'll give you wisdom, and I'll give you everything else. Here's what he says in 1 Kings 3. These two women come to him. One of them says, pardon me, Lord. This woman and I have the same house, and I have a baby while she was with me. 
And the third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone, and there was no one in the house but the two of us. And he goes on. During the night, this woman's son died because she laid on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her dead son on my breast. Then the next morning, I got up to nurse my son, and he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw he wasn't the son that I bore. You can see where this is going. If you've never heard this story before, there's a conflict, and it's life or death. Tell me if you're going to have to make this decision, you don't need wisdom. The other woman said, no, the living one is my son, and the dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, no, the dead one is yours, and the living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. Then the king says, uh, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While the other one says, no, your son is dead and mine's alive. You can just see him talking out this story. And you can see him grinding it out as he's saying this. What am I going to do? 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 Then Solomon awoke and he realized it was a dream. You see, it's a good thing God spoke to him in a dream, and he didn't just say, I must have had too much pizza last night. You know? I ate or drank something that those chili peppers, no way I'm having them again. He realized it was a reason for that. Have you ever got asked God to speak to you? Dreamer experts say that you dream every night. And it says remembering them is the key. Turning off the TV and the phone so that you can settle in, get in a dark, cool, quiet place, try to have everything left alone so you don't interrupt your sleep cycles. You see, if us in America in these days want God to speak to us in every way possible, and we stay up, tune up, plugged in until the very second we go to sleep and remember the last thing we saw on our phone and then get up in the morning and the first thing we do is pick it up. You may be, you may be cutting part of what God has to say out. Your mind needs a reset. Your mind needs a recharge. Pray and seek God's guidance. You can do it in dreams. Remember I said I had a dream? I'll tell you about it later. We had this internet problem at the church. And I don't know about the internet. I'm not that internet savvy. And Kevin was working on it. And I didn't know how to help him. Now when I see Sharon out here, with plants and wheelbarrows and black plastic bags, I know how to help her. Get the bag. Get the stuff out of the way. But when Kevin says we've got an internet problem, I, I don't know what to do. So I begin to ask God, hey, God, show me, help me, help Kevin. 
So I had a dream. And I came back and told Kevin. I said, Kevin, I don't know anything about this. Well, God said, it's an IP address. So if that means anything, it means something. If it doesn't, I did have pizza the other night. So Kevin rooted it out. I followed him around because I don't know what to do to help him except to be there with him and encourage him. And if he says, unplug this gray wire, I'll unplug it. But it doesn't mean anything to me. And I'll plug it back in. Guess what? It was an IP address problem. Now, I didn't have to choose between two women and a child. And this wasn't the biggest thing to happen in my life. But equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, we need to be helping each other. And we need to ask God to help us help others and speak to us any way he can. You may throw your Bible open and there's a verse and you're saying, God's helping me. If God's speaking to you like that, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But he'll speak to you in dreams. God wants to help us with any of our issues. I'm not saying he's going to tell you if you should get supersize your fries or not. I'm not saying that. But I am saying God is interested in the minute details of our lives. He wants us to be filled with joy and peace. He wants us to solve the problems that come at us, to overcome them. It may not be an IP address if you dream about something, but be ready. Be ready. God wants to help us with our issues. I mean, just this week, if you had a to-do list, shut off the electronics early, just try it. And if you sleep seven hours, there's seven hours that God could be talking to you. He could be downloading stuff into you. He could be speaking to you. Wake up slow one morning or two mornings if you can. And ask God, okay, God, was there something last night you said to me? Just try to get the rhythm in this. God wants to speak to you. See, it's no different than setting aside a time to pray. I'm going to set aside a time to pray today. It's, it's no different than setting aside a time to come to church. I'm going to give us an hour today. We're going to be in church. Set aside some time for God. You know, the scriptures talk about in Mark where Jesus had to go away to a quiet place and pray. When you're at home in bed, Close your eyes and say, okay, God, speak to me tonight. What might happen if you don't do this? You might miss one more way that God can talk to you. Don't miss it. So Solomon's got these two women and one child. What do you do? Here's what he did. 1 Kings 3, 24 and 25. Then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. And then he gave an order. 
cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. Now, in those days when a king said something, it was done. There wasn't any, we're going to vote on this. There were no committees. Nobody dared go against what the king said. But the woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of her love for her son and said to the king, please, my Lord, give, the living, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Love and hate side by side. Love wins. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman. Don't kill him. She's a mother. Amen. Then Solomon awoke and realized he was in a dream. He had had a dream. What would he have done if he'd have missed this encounter with God? What do we do if we miss an encounter with God? What do we do if we miss God speaking to us? If we tune him out with our life and our time? Yeah. What if he had leaned on his own understanding as a 20-year-old, as a child? Scriptures say this, Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. God speaks to us in dreams, in visions, through prayer, through song, through circumstances. He spoke to Solomon in a dream. I wanted you today to know in the busy world that we have, sometimes the only time we can set aside is to sleep. Sometimes we're forced into sleep because we've worked so hard, we're so exhausted, everything's going on, and you know you got to sleep. And what I want to say to you today is that God speaks to us in dreams. If you haven't tried to tune in to God those four, five, or six hours at night that you sleep, give it a try. Just give it a try. He did with me for Kevin on an IP address. A string of numbers with dots. What has he got to say to you? What is he speaking to you? Have you had dreams? Yeah. God's got more than just a hollow dream for each of us. He wants to speak to us. I suspect he's been speaking to many of you, if not all of you. At one time or another, you wake up and say, man, was that you, God? His son. A dream come true. You see? Solomon needed wisdom. Do you? I do. See, if you have a need in your life today, if you need wisdom, God gives it to all. Are there other needs in your life? Today may be your day. If you've had dreams and you've wondered if they're from God, you're thinking, 
just a real thing? I'm here to confirm to you today. Solomon had them. Joseph had them. David had them. Joseph had them. Paul had them. The Bible's full of dreams. God wants your dreams to come true. Let's pray. God, I thank you today for the fact that you can speak to us in so many different ways. And Lord, that your method is not always the same so that we don't worship a specific method, but we worship you. So Father, thank you that, uh, that through your dreams and visions, through your word, through music, through the still, small voice that you speak to us. And Father, I'd like right now to ask that you will begin to open the eyes, ears, and the minds of your people, that you'd speak to them in dreams and that they would see, hear, and feel you in your presence, and that they would seek you and find you when they seek you with all of your heart, all of their heart. Father, thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Next week, we're going to talk about uh, how to eat an elephant. How to eat an elephant. So come hungry. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have some music and some prayer now. And uh, if you'd like prayer, please come up. And uh, if not, God bless you. Thank you. May God give you peace. <laughs>